When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday, guys, and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totry, joined, yeah, as always, by Shane Diefenbach, yeah, Sean DePaz. Yeah, he is. Gentlemen, happy Monday. We're, we're a lot better this Monday than we were last Monday. What was last Monday? Last Monday was the start of the Territorial oh. Cup week. Oh, well, we, I wasn't that bad at that point. I was, I mean, I was done. I was sick of it. Well, yeah. Fair, fair. We knew we were going to have to watch some bad, bad football at the end of the week. It's a great Monday. We did, but it's a, it's a phenomenal it's a Monday. phenomenal Monday. We got Burrito Express today. Got Burrito Express. Got Kenny Dillingham. Got Kenny Dillingham. Just waiting, got the waiting on the, the combo there. Yeah. The Dillingham. The Dillingham and cheese burrito. burrito. Got Sun Devil Basketball tweeting out the video of Frankie Collins doing this and adding John Cena. It's a great Monday. It is a phenomenal Monday. Yeah, hey, look, while we're wagon. talking about Burrito Express... Might as well give them a shout out, guys. If you haven't been, they close in about an hour. What are you doing? Go. Scrum? Sprint. Go. What? Scrum? Diddlyumptious. No, Scrum Diddlyumptious. Yeah. Scrum Diddlyumptious. Okay. Yeah. Burrito Express. Phenomenal. Shout out them. Um, yeah. Our whole office got burritos today. They got some hoodies. And too. they do. Daniel Gatto was tweeting out yep. their, their hoodies. Um, go check them out, guys. They got locations just about everywhere in Arizona, and they always smack. Give them a follow on Twitter at Burrito EXP while you are at it. Let's talk about Kenny Dillingham a little bit more, okay? Um, obviously, his introductory press conference a little over 24 hours ago. Everything is kind of settled in terms of the emotions. Still jacked. Still jacked. Yeah, still 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 absolutely jacked. Still ready to go. Perfect scenario well, no. still. He he strikes me as a guy who barks when yes. he gets fired up. Yeah. I don't know if he's kind of got strength and conditioning coach energy. Yeah, he does. Like he'll headbutt someone with a helmet on. Yeah. I do want to get to some of the assistants because... Again, less than 24 hours after he's been introduced as the next Arizona State football coach, he has already started to make some additions to the staff. We'll get to some of the guys that are no longer with this program a little bit later oh. in the show, pretty much. Uh, but let's start with a guy that will be in Tempe next season under Kenny Dillingham, and that is Charlie Ragel. He is coming from Idaho State, where he was the, the head coach there mm -hmm. in 2022. They had a rough season. One in ten, um, so definitely that. It's Idaho State, uh, yeah, it's Idaho State. I'm, I don't love the fact that he was one in ten, um, but we do have you his try whole, to recruit to Idaho State. <laughs> we do have his entire history 
dating back from from 2006 here, where he was at Arizona State as a grad assistant in 2006. Then you look at him from 2007 to 2011, where he was at Chaparral High School as the head coach. That is where him and Kenny Dillingham had really built their relationship because Kenny was a quarterback's coach in the OC under Regal. Um, And then he went to Arizona. He was assistant director of ops there from 2013 to 2016, took over as a special teams and tight ends coordinator. Then on to Cal, staying in the Pac-12 from 2017 to 2018, where he was a special teams tight ends coordinator there. And then from 2019 to 2021, he was strictly the special teams coordinator. And then obviously the failed experiment at Idaho State. (laughs) And now he's coming to Tempe, boys. You know who else was a special teams coach before they eventually became a head coach? Bill Belichick. So maybe that's what we got here. Okay. Charlie Regal is him. (laughs) Maybe you never know. I'm what do you guys think of having a guy that Dillingham has built a lot of experience with, right? Like, I believe Regal was at the introductory press conference yesterday. Um, but his time over the course of the last 365 days at Idaho State just wasn't good. It wasn't a good tenure, especially if you read some of the stories. However, they do have a good relationship, these two. Yeah. Yep. Are you at all upset that this is? The first guy coming, or was this somewhat of an expectation for him to go get his guys? I think it's better that it's the first guy coming because it's 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 not a guy that you hire because you're like oh shit I need to yeah fill up some spots. It's a guy that you wanted immediately, and yeah the track record might not be great, but they have a great relationship, and he's not calling plays. Like, yeah, that's that's my thing. It's not like he went and hired his friend as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, I will say, like I kind of mentioned to you, it's like it's it's like only slightly unsettling because we talked about this, but obviously in a much different context with Herm, right? Like him kind of just hiring yeah. his guys. But I will say that one part of, of this that's really nice is it, it he coached high school football in Arizona and he yeah like yep. coached at Arizona State. So like this is a guy who kind of fits the whole idea of recruiting at home and 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 just repping kind of the state of Arizona football and stuff like that. Um, they're gonna like they they. There's no excuse now to not dominate recruiting in the state. Yeah. Like you have all the pieces. You have Iguana, you have Dillingham. Now you're getting coordinators who have experience here, like or or coaches, whatever that have experience here. It's, I don't think there's an excuse anymore. Yeah. He gets it, right? You, you yeah. brought up his his past time from being the Chaparral High School head coach where they won multiple state mm-hmm. championships. Kenny was the OC and Regal was a head coach. Obviously the roles kind of yeah. flipped around here. In terms of him being special teams and tight ends coach, right? And this may be me reaching a little bit. Uh How much do you think of Jalen Conyers' spot on this team, right? One of the biggest, best weapons that this program has moving forward. We've talked about how the next coach, i.e. Kenny Dillingham, has to make sure he keeps his guys. Jalen Conyers being one of those key pieces. Do you think it was almost instrumental for Kenny to go get that specific position coach right away to make sure that the tight ends feel like they've got their home? You know, I don't think it hurts, but yeah. I think it's just getting your guy. I mean, it, I think it, they, they'd probably been talking about this for a while. Yeah. If I ever do get this job, like you, you read a lot of stuff about Regal. His family's here, you know, um, his mom is here. And yeah. He wants grandchildren, her, her grandchildren to see her, yeah. all that. Um, but I think the biggest thing with this is just the in-state thing because when he was at Cal, like he was – he was getting Arizona guys to Cal. Yeah. So, yeah. If 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 it helps, great. But if he leaves, you can get replacements through the Arizona pipeline with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I, I obviously 
doesn't hurt. I, I think it is just one of those kind of like Shane said. Where it, I think even if it wasn't this job specifically, like Kenny knew he was going to be like people were going to come calling for him as a head coach. He knew that eventually he wanted to be a head coach. Um, he said like this specifically was his dream job. So he probably had an idea of the guys that he's had a relationship with who he knew could help him on his his spot, especially like we said, like I said, it, this was his dream job. So he probably was like, if I can get in this position, what is going to put me in the best position to succeed? And he, he knows these guys from coaching in the state. Um, so it just made a lot of sense. But yeah, I, I do think it like it at, at least doesn't hurt, but it is probably nice for Conyers and just for the program, right? Like even if Conyers doesn't like this guy and he wants to transfer, it gives you time. You're not having him transfer in the middle of the season. Yeah, 100%. Um, Joe in the chat, today's hires and the ones with local ties to come may help avoid turnover, which have plagued this program 100%, right? That's what you want. You want to keep all of your guys. And I think Kenny is going to do a good job of that. However, there, there already has been at least one Arizona State player to enter the transfer portal, and we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But let us know in the chat what you guys think of Rangel coming to Tempe. And he's not the only one from Idaho State that is making the move to Arizona State. Vince Amy also going to be coming to Arizona State as well. This is a guy that was a defensive tackle for the Sun Devils in the 90s. And similar to Rangel, similarly to, to Dillingham, he's got a lot of coaching experience specifically at that high school level too, right? So right after he played for Arizona State from 1994 to 1998, coached from 2004 to 2011 at a bunch of different high schools, including Chaparral High School in 2011, where, again, you had Regal as the head coach and you had Kenny as the OC, so that's really where their relationship gets started there. And then from 2012 to 2017, he was a part of that Arizona coaching staff, the assistant strength coach, defensive analyst, and the defensive line coach, and then... Spent some time in the AAF and the XFL. Some some failed experiments there. Um, the leagues or yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then in 2022, this past year, he was the defensive ends coach at Idaho State. Again, kind of a failed experiment there. But I feel like similar to to Regal, right? This is a guy that Kenny knew he wanted, yeah. and he went and didn't waste any time when he yeah. went to go get. Him. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, to. Uh, this is obviously kind of a joke, but like when it comes to like these position coaches and stuff, like you're kind of just looking for vibes, guys, right? Like it's not it's not guys that are again calling plays or having an overarching kind of role with this team. Like it, they can they can have been bad and yeah. also know what this guy is capable of within that room or in a position group or something like that. So, um, like I, I think if we were hiring one of them as a coordinator, for example, like that's calling plays, I'd be concerned. Uh, or at least a little more concerned. But in this situation, I think this is as much about the relationship with Kenny, the relationship to the state of Arizona, as it is what they're actually able to do as coaches yeah. on a day to day. And at the very least, we know that they're gonna that they have that first part unlocked. Uh, kind of breaking news. LTC says how fast was Dillingham and Badgers here? So I went over to well, I just Twitter to see if anything new happened. Uh, I don't know when this was, but this was tweeted an hour ago from Badger. Uh, no, from somebody that said should have kept Bobby Wade under a tweet uh, by Devil's Judges saying basically a lot of people mm. aren't going to be staying on the staff except for Iguana, if any. Um, and Elijah Badger retweeted it. Hopefully it's just, you know, I miss him. Hopefully I wish he would stay, but... We'll see what happens. Listen, yeah. I mean, I understand why people want to transfer, but Dilly said in his opening presser, like, if you want to... If, you're going to be in a position to produce on offense if you stay w- yeah. with him. Um, so... And I get, we'll I, see, I, guess. I get these players want their guys, 
right? They want guys that have been here. Guys that recruited them. Yeah, like, of course you want those guys to stay, but that's where the players and the administration and the new regime kind of have to Unless you're Ty Thompson, then that's not true. Then you're they're screwed. You got to come to ASU. You have yeah. to, well, you got to draw the line at a certain point, right? Where, like, I know you love your guys, but the majority of this team last season did not produce at a high level. Yeah. So you can love your coaches and you can wish them the best, but at the end of the day, the only reason they have jobs is to ensure that you produce. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you love them that much, I don't mean this in like a spiteful way, but like, go, <laughs> go transfer, like yeah. leave. Yeah. Like if you you have that option, All go follow them wherever they go. I, I won't like I. Obviously, it would hurt if Badger left, but if that's what he wants to do, then like, yeah. it's not well, like it's just like a, a fuck you ASU type this thing. Is what, this is what we talked about. What Dillingham said is so true. Is it's that the transfer portal and everything is ultimately good for the sport because players should have the opportunity yeah. to control it. Uh, and but also what he said, what he followed it with is if you're going to a school that you're recruited to and you were lied to, you were stuck. Now you're not. So, yeah. you know, Dillingham has it has the power to make sure right. Elijah Badger stays. How do you think Caleb Williams would have felt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You don't want, like you said, you don't want these players to feel stuck. Um, Aaron asks in the chat, has there been any updates on potential NCAA penalties? This is probably like one of the only times we'll talk about the off season because I don't think we'll hear anything. I've been in the camp of saying this is like it's if anything it's not going to be bad. Yeah, there will be something eventually. There, I know there's not, not there hasn't been any updates, but it's not going to be the death penalty. You of a basketball it's been it's been five years. Yeah. Nothing's happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but basketball and football I feel like are different. Yeah, that in is that also sense. true. I, 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 the expectation I, at I the start worry. of the season was that we would hear something in the summer. Yep. So the expectation we, last season was that we'd hear something in the summer. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, it was that we were going to hear something this fall, this coming summer. I would, it would be after this season under Herm, mm-hmm. um, but with Herm gone and pretty much everybody else gone, I don't know what what the penalties are going to look like. But kind of to your guys' points, I don't expect it to be anything like ridiculous. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, what happens. I do want to talk about some potential assistance because yeah. Regal and Amy were just kind of the. The first two. Hopefully, because Hopefully. as Joe says in the chat, the, the first two non-on-field guys, but Thamel reported that he would be an on-field guy. I'm, I agree with Joe. I don't really want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, you know, your best guys only yeah. to be on-field. Nothing taken away from the coordinators. But We'll see what happens. We'll get into our potential assistance in just a minute. But before we do that, i got to tell you guys about the awesome watch parties that we got going on. At Four Peaks, both the U.S. and Mexico are in must-win matches in order to advance to the World Cup knockout stages. Catch all the World Cup watch parties action for free at Four Peaks. you got the U.S. versus Iran Tuesday, November 29th. you got a noon kickoff, an 11 a.m. watch party. And then you got Mexico versus Saudi Arabia Wednesday, November 30th. Again, noon kickoff, 11 a.m. watch party. Register in the link and come have some fun because the environment has been electric. Come catch a every. Single time, and it's going to only intensify because these are pretty much winner go home games. Yeah, it's very important. You're going to see some of the most meaningful soccer you'll watch in your entire life, at least tap, in this four year span. Tap in, yeah. Well, some of the most meaningful soccer in U.S. soccer history. There you go. They don't yeah. do anything. Shane, let's talk about potential assistance. Let's uh, do it. I know Sean's, and I'm going to argue <laughs> with Sean about his. But I want to hear say Scott, Scott nope, no, no, okay, he's about to say somebody worse. Um, That's not fair. <laughs> Go ahead. Who, who well, are you thinking, Shane? Okay, what, what, just any type of... If you could have an assistant of your choice that you would like to see come to ASU, a reasonable... In any role. In any role, where would you go? Well, 
I I don't know if I'd want him as the OC, but with this name has been followed out a bunch. Taylor Kelly's fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much it's going to happen or how much how possible it is because I think he's very happy with what he's doing right now, leading the number one offense in high school um, as their OC. And I don't know how well that would translate. Yeah. That's a fun one. But a real one, whether it be a advisor, a quarterbacks coach, it's Mike Bergevici. You know, he he was on this he was on the staff uh, before he left. I I would love it. Still I, in Arizona. I I I think he's just such a great dude. Mm-hmm. Loves the school, and that's kind of what this entire staff is going to be like. You know, passion for the school. A lot of former players, probably. Uh, I think he fits perfectly. Mike Bergevich is probably my favorite candidate for that very attainable yeah. area. I think that would be nice, right? You look at some of these programs that are starting from the bottom up now, and I think ASU is in that role. Obviously, the expectations are, I feel like, a little bit mixed because people love the fact that they got Kenny, you're keeping a guano, and you're shooting for the moon. Yeah. But the expectations for the first year, probably, they, they need to be a little bit tempered. Um, and I think Berkovici gives you again some stability in building your program. Now, sly in the chat, Kingsbury will hopefully be available soon for the <laughs> no, OC job. No, and that I don't is, want him. Listen, that is Sean's. Hold on, no, Cliff Kingsbury as quarterbacks coach, not offensive coordinator. What? There's a difference there. What oh. do you? Why? Why? Have you seen how well he gets along with his quarterbacks? Have you seen how how good his quarter his college quarterbacks were? Did you see how well he produced with his college quarterbacks? Their offenses were good with Patrick Mahomes. They didn't win games. With Patrick Mahomes, they had the second. I don't need him to win. It's not his job as as quarterbacks coach. With Patrick Mahomes, they had the second and fifth best um, scoring offenses in all of FBS. They also had his. He was OC for Johnny Manziel, and he also coached for who was the other one? There was one other big one. Um, uh, Case Keenum at Houston. He had three very good college quarterbacks. Yeah, that's all I need him to do. He couldn't do anything tra- with them. I don't need it. I need the, I need him to put the quarterbacks to make the quarterbacks as good as he can. can Everything you, else but are good. you saying that Cliff Kingsbury built Patrick Mahomes? Are you saying that Cliff Kingsbury no. built? No, Baker but I, I do think he was just but, given good quarterbacks. But there is a, there is a consistent path of guys that three quarterbacks that he's coached that produced. At a high level at college. At a high level. That's all I need him to do. Also, and, and three quarterbacks that are were NFL talents before he even t- touched them. So. I mean, Case Keenum and Johnny Manziel were not NFL talents. They sucked in the They NFL. got drafted. Okay, but they weren't good. They got they were they got drafted because they were good in college. They yeah. weren't good NFL quarterbacks. But they were they, they were NFL talents. So they, uh, With Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. So you but, have, just, but not because of him. So I'm just saying, saying he, Cliff Kingsbury's offense was was at was one time they were 55th. Other than that, they were top 25 in every year he was at, at yeah, top 25 every year that he was at Texas Tech. Yeah. That offense produced when he was the coach. And Johnny, that Texas A&M's offense produced when he was the coach. Yeah. Houston's offense produced when he was the coach. That, there's, there, there's a pattern there. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think you get a little bit of name recognition and you get a, another kind of vibes guy and you get a guy who who's obviously been hailed as this offensive mastermind that hasn't been able to do that in the NFL and didn't really do it in college but it's just a guy who can be in there to offer ideas do you and think he would take that job though like no, I get no. I get Burko taking that job probably not but Cliff probably I feel like sees that job as something below him oh probably yeah 100% but we're just talking fantasy yeah fantasy world. so that's your dream quarterbacks coach I I think there's a lot of reason it makes sense I think there's a lot of reasons it makes sense Okay, and you'd rather have Burko for that same spot. 100%. It, the, the, the dynamic on this coaching staff being, you know, passionate guys that love ASU to a guy who is one of the most self-absorbed men on the planet <laughs> just doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't. Um, yeah, Burko deserves it more than Cliff Kingsbury, I think. 
Um, but that's just me. All well, I'm saying is Bill O'Brien was a joke in the NFL, and yeah, 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 yeah. no, you're, 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 I, I, I'm not completely shooting it down. I don't. Hate I, that. I mean, there's plenty of reasons why it wouldn't work. Yeah. Right. Like him being a failed NFL coach. Like I mean, like Tochi said, I doubt he would take that job. Yeah. And B is just, I don't know if that's the kind of vibe you want to introduce, but just on its face. I think he could be a very productive quarterback coach, and I think ASU is now in a position to get some very talented quarterbacks. And I, I don't, I think he, all of his quarterbacks have been good, even if they haven't, even if it hasn't led to winning. Yeah. Then he wouldn't have to move, and he could keep exactly. that line keep that house in his yeah. house. Yeah. Yep. You brought up Taylor Kelly. That 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 I've never said this, but I've always wanted to. That picture, the painting, whatever the hell it is in his house, looks like something that when you Google cool pictures yeah. on Google, it comes. No, up. I cannot tell you how much respect I lost for him as a as a person yep. when I saw that. Uh, you brought up Taylor Kelly. His last two tweets both have to do with Kenny Nottingham. Well, what is yeah, Brady he, White doing? Can he be quarterback? He, Brady White. <laughs> he retweeted the Sun Devil football show. post announcing Dillingham, and then he tweeted, "Congrats at Kenny." Yeah, Dillingham. I mean, there's a lot of buzz around it. I, I just don't know if he would leave that. I would love it. If you love modern day to come here? I yeah. don't see why not. Nick Saban want to be quarterback's coach? Look, <laughs> I, I would not at all be disappointed if Taylor Kelly decided that he wanted to. I thought you were going to say Nick Saban. I was no. like, yeah, me either. I mean, yeah, Nick Saban. Uh, Joe brings come a, build something a great. really fun one with Jimmy Lake as DC. I know his head coaching stint didn't go well in Washington, but. Uh, what, Todd Graham back? It's risky. Jimmy Eno Benjamin is running back's coach. That's Give Big Wano's job. Big Maybe. I don't know what uh, he's doing. I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball, and I was saying it earlier, and Saul was giving me shit for it. Uh, but give me Terrell Suggs as the linebacker's coach. You you look at a guy that I think is going to be an NFL Hall of Famer, a guy who is already in the ASU Ring of Honor. He was inducted this past season. And he's just... You talk about a vibes guy. Like, is there anybody that's ever played defense for Arizona State outside of Pat Tillman that has been, quote-unquote, that guy? I mean, not to that extent, no. Like, I know uh, you can make jokes about D'Amico Ryans as the the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. He's got a ton of energy on that sideline. He's younger, so he can kind of relate to his players. But that defense, led by him, is, is absolutely electric, and I think they feed off of his energy. I could totally see Terrell Suggs in that linebacker's coach role, not necessarily the D.C., yeah. but fueling a group that you know is going to need it because they're missing... Moving forward, a lot of guys, right? Kyle Soley's gone. Merlin Robertson's gone. Like, you're yeah. going to need an energy guy. Yeah, for sure. And who's better than, than Terrell Suggs? I like it. Yeah, that'd be really fun. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And again, uh, you talk about a guy that's been here. here. Speaking of which, you think uh, the Brockweiler would come out of the go out of the booth? Come be quarterback coach? No, you don't think so? I don't, I, I don't understand why. Any, I mean, I understand why because they just love the sport and they want to win. I don't understand why you would leave the booth. Like, Herm, why did you ever leave? You haven't made in the booth. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just miss it. You yeah, but that, that, like I said, you want to compete, right? Yeah. Um, Although Herm's teams didn't compete. Another <laughs> another name that's been floating around, which would be fun, Jason Mons, head coach, yeah. longtime head coach. Saguaro High Saguaro School. Saguaro produced unbelievable NFL talent. I don't know what his role would be. People were saying special teams, but now that that's filled. I don't know. That that That's a fun name to keep an eye on, too. You talk I wouldn't about, be shocked. You talk about a pipeline. I mean, that is that is that is your... A guano after a guano. Yeah. You know? That's well, and that would be, I think, perfect, right? It sets you up for the future. You get another guy that loves Arizona. You mentioned all the talent. Like we had a tweet a couple weeks ago about some of the guys that were in state kids that have gone on to do some amazing. You can things. do that with just that Sawara. Yeah. Oh yeah. You look at their defense at a period in time. Ringo. 
was Keely Ringo on one side, the number one cornerback in the nation, arguably, at Georgia. He's going to be a top 10 pick. And then on the other side of that same defense was Denzel Burke, the Mm -hmm. number one cornerback at Ohio State. Like, their defenses have been phenomenal. He coached both the Soli brothers at Saguaro High School. um, So I wouldn't be shocked. And you mentioned the recruiting side of things. That's how, I mean, you're going to get all the Saguaro kids, right? You're already, in my mind, you're going to be having a, a large chunk of the guys at Chaparral High School. You're going to have a good chunk of the Chandler kids like you've had. You're going to get your Taylor Luans from Saguaro and your Go Christian Kirks Hamilton from, coach. Or other way around. You're going to get your Taylor Luans from Chaparral and your Christian Kirks from Saguaro. Your Byron Murphys. Go get them, man. Like, Let's just get all of the big schools. Just get a coach one thing, from all of them. One thing that I think, and I, I hate bringing him up anymore, but Herm, <laughs> was like Herm didn't go get the stars in Arizona. You can say what you want about Todd Graham. Todd Graham was not liked by a lot of his yeah, players. But he... He went and got yeah. his guys. The last two stars that you could argue were Arizona kids that he got was Nikhil Harry and Chase Lucas, mm-hmm. who had their pick. They could have gone just about anywhere in the nation, and they both played at Chandler High School, and they both decided to come <sighs> play at ASU. I'm, get, I'm, just, getting, I'm just getting antsy. Because it's like, I we talked about it the other day. There's so much potential here. Like, you know what this program can become now. I just, like, I'm getting so antsy for, like, just make the right decisions. It just yeah. turn this into awake the sleeping. DJ giant. Foster too. He wanted to, He was a Saguaro guy. Yeah, there. I mean, there were a bunch of a bunch of kids. Let us know in the chat who you'd like to see. Who's your dream? Dream slash reasonable. I want Coach Assistant Smith, coach. the head coach at St. Francis High School football. Okay, let's hey, Coach Brian Dable, and your and your GM Tom Telesco. Tom Telesco. I don't want to talk about. Tom. <laughs> He's gonna get me all upset on a Monday afternoon, man. Look, let's talk some DraftKings Sportsbook where you guys <laughs> can up. make some money on, on tonight's afternoon. Monday night thriller what? between the R-D. Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis oh. Colts. In all seriousness, guys, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Guys, I have breaking news. I'm 11 followers away from 500. Guys, I where can the people now. follow you? Oh, you f- oh my Faithful god, guys, I have breaking news. I'm 11, 11 followers away from a thousand. Oh, way to oh. fucking cuck me. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was crazy. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that was whoa. Crazy. Go follow him. Wait, how, follow. wait crazy. first of all, that is not the correct term for that. <laughs> no, that was I think right kind of. That was the right no, term. No, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it it's, it's 2v1 here. That was the right term. Yeah. Well, you cucked me. You cucked my moment. That's that's not. No, that is how you. You milked him. That's what you did. Oh, whoa. That's Come what you on. did. All right. You took it too far. That's what you did. Took it too far. No. Took I it didn't. too far. If you're new to the show, I promise that these words whoa, don't get on. thrown it's around. An, it's an, that's a noun, not a verb. Look, can we? Listen, we'll discuss this afterwards. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, Aaron Lee brought Richie Incognito. Yeah, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Let's talk about somebody who got cucked. Um, Paul Tyson. Oh, Entering the transfer God portal. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> God. Former Alabama quarterback decided to transfer oh. over to ASU. I hate it because it was so it was so good. Yeah, right. <laughs> that one works. Uh, so right. From Alabama to ASU, the expectations were look, you're gonna get another giant guy. This hasn't worked in the past with Blake Barnett, and he was QB three forever here, and now he's entering the transfer portal. You know where he's going. Colorado. Stop where it. was he before ASU? Alabama. Alabama. What has his career done in college since then? Gone down. Gone. He's going to Auburn. Gone. Not gone down, but gone. Uh, South. 
Uh-oh. South Alabama. Oh, shut the oh fuck up. Oh, my Turn gosh. me like, Where are you going with this? I was like, U of A? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, so Paul Tyson entering the Please go to U of A. Transfer to U of A, Paul yeah. Tyson. Please. Please. We don't have a whole lot of thoughts on Paul Tyson. No. no, it's just disappointing, right? Um, I wish it? him the well, best. It's not, it's not that disappointing. Yeah, we wish him yeah, the best. I wish him the best. No, it is disappointing the way his, like... It's it's unfortunate. I think it's disappointing because we allowed good. ourselves to get excited. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't good. He was not good. We but we allowed ourselves to get a little excited. Um, it is unfortunate Alabama. because he's a guy that I think didn't did not transfer transfer here with the expectation he'd be the starter. Yeah. I think to a certain extent, and then, obviously. And then Emory, Emory came in, and, and then he wasn't even. And he was so bad that they brought in the third string. <laughs> That yeah. they forgot about Paul. They're like Trent. No, I mean we talked about. I don't think Paul Dyson was ever the second string. <laughs> He was never the answer if you'd watched him in fall or spring camp. Well, Remember the when there were reports that he was taking first team snaps? We're like, oh. You know where I, you, I can see him? <laughs> Put Paul Tyson in the Mac. Yeah. Let him sling it in the Mac. He just can't sling it. Well, he well, probably he could in the Mac. sling it, just not very accurately. Yeah, he could probably sling it in the Mac. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's Everybody Mac can football. sling it. Everybody? Are you good at it, though? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's not. Uh, Trent Borgay, Emery Jones. Still here for now. Both have eligibility. Yeah. Do we expect either one of them to transfer? Yeah. Like if you Emory's if you had to leave, if you had right? to make a guess or if you had to make a bet on it, would you bet that Emery transfers? Yeah, I would, I'm sh- I would be shocked if he doesn't just because like not because like he needs to get out of here. Well, actually because he needs to get out of here, not because like I like expect him to have ill intentions or anything. Yeah. It's just like he's a guy that has a lot of talent, like yeah. physical talent. He does. Like he's got a pretty solid deep ball. He's okay at going through his progressions might hold on the ball too runner. long but he's he's got legs i mean under the right system i think it could definitely work well, that's my, that's what i was thinking i think it de- it really depends on whether or not kenny wants him to stay i think because I, I i if i'm Emory jones i look at what happened with bo Nix and i'm like he knows how to use a running quarterback yeah right like he can bring but the can best we out consider of me. Emory jones a running quarterback yeah he has past some, season that we saw yeah but it was not because he couldn't he wasn't capable of running we know he's capable he of running didn't. he just didn't he wasn't I don't, wasn't put in a position to run. He was yeah, told we need to, to make roster cuts for uh, Ty Thompson now. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I think I think Fly there's a scenario Fly. in which he looks at this and is like, if I if I have a legitimate opportunity to play for the starting job, ASU is one of the best spots I can be at. Um, it's just a really a matter of of how Kenny is going to approach this. Um, I'm I'm not going to be surprised, and I would probably guess that Emory would transfer. But I, if he does stay, I think there's. Good reason for it. I, I think I think Kenny could bring the best out of him. I think Emery stays unless a quarterback transfers in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if they um, get if they get a quarterback, then everyone's gonna. Leave. And I do. I fully expect at least somebody to transfer into that quarterback room. Um, I know you're bringing on Israel Carter, who again is committed to this program, and I think he's going to definitely be interesting. Um, <laughs> not quite Galen sure. Macklemore. Let me compete for the starting spot. <laughs> Not quite sure Tim what Collins, Israel Carter, Collins, what yeah. that offense will look like with him, but you do have Emory Jones, and I think Emory would probably be the first to tell you that he thinks he could win the job, yep. um, especially in a new system. I got so concerned the other day because I was I was looking at his Instagram, and he posted on his Instagram story a picture of him in all of his Florida gear, and I was just like, uh-oh, what's happening here? And then it was just, you go to the next one, it was just a picture of him and one of his like old receivers, and he was like wishing him happy birthday. And I was just, I, I but I had a pen, because the picture was really weird because the receiver that he was shouting out wasn't in focus. It was just Emery in focus in the picture. And like, that's the such receiver, a weird way to say receiver, happy birthday. The, well, the receiver was like closer, so it was like a, a shot of him like throwing the receiver a touchdown essentially. But it looked like just Emery was focused in the picture. And then the next one was a picture of both of them like standing next to each other, being like, big ups, bro. I'm like, Uppies? oh, God. A do you guys Stop think it. the, <laughs> do you guys think it, the quarterback of the future is on this roster right now? No, it's Bo Nix. 
No, it's does not. he have eligibility? I don't think he yeah. has. Does he? Yeah, oh my god! You're joking. Oh. He left Auburn with two years. Oh. There's no, there's no, there's shot. no shot. But there's oh no my shot. god! <laughs> Could you imagine Bo Nix in no. the ruining goal? <laughs> That'd be Wait, crazy. But can't you not transfer two years in a row? Isn't I, that the? I think you can, but you have to enter the portal by a certain date. And there's, I think there might be rules for transferring in conference. As well, mm. this isn't happening. <laughs> well, I know there was no, because at one Paul point. Tyson entered the portal and he's got eligibility oh, yeah. to play immediately. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think there's conference issues because Brendan Rice went from Colorado yeah, to USC true, last true, year. True, true. So, I was thinking of like an old softball player that had a story about. I just this, didn't think Bo Nix had any goals. eligibility left. Yes, uh, give me Dante Moore. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, but give him to me. Thanks, Jacob. Um, Dude, if Bo Nix yeah. transferred here, I'd lose my ever. It's not happening. Shit. It would be there's your pipe dream. I can't. I would. I'd be. Because I've had, I've had, me and Bo have been through a lot. Look, yeah, our, I was about to say, look at, look at where we are. We've been in a lot in our relationship. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? 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 Like, I, him and I have been through so much. I mean, we had a very contentious For the people start. that don't know. I was a Bo Nix apologist. Yeah, I was a Bo Nix hater. Yeah. And LTC, then we we'll get somewhere to that in, in a second. Middle. We'll get to your comment in a second, LTC. But, Sean, it, for the people that don't know, please explain your relationship with Bo Yeah, so when he was in Auburn, and it was in part because one of my good friends is from Alabama, and it's like a big just Alabama football guy, so he roots for for Auburn and Alabama like he just want. And so he was like very high on Bo Nix, but the fact of the matter was that Bo Nix was not a very he was he could be good, but he was a wildly inconsistent quarterback at Auburn. So I was very low on him. I was just like I don't want, I don't like him. You, Oregon's not going to be that good because he's so inconsistent. Came here and he was not. He was bad in the first game, and that was about it. Um, and then he turned into one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And if they hadn't kind of Oregon kind of didn't fuck up these last few weeks he probably would be a legitimate conversation for the Heisman um so yeah I've come fully around on Bo Nix big Bo Nix guy I think he's the best quarterback in the conference um and yeah do you guys Apologies think to Bo, Nix. Bo Nix to ASU I know we, we were joking about it but could there be legs to it if the Oregon offense looks awful in their bowl game Caleb Williams left Oklahoma to come to USC to follow his coach uh, I mean it's possible we're talking ourselves into this, guys. I don't. I don't think it'll happen. But I don't know if I would want it. Maybe if they're on the what? Maybe if maybe if they're on the cusp of something great. If nobody else transfers in, you're telling me you'd rather have Emory Jones and Trent Borgay over Bo Nix? If no, no one transfers in, then yeah, I don't want Bo Nix. If no one transfers, if nobody transfers here, you do not want Bo Nix. Are, are you talking here. just quarterbacks or listen, just quarterbacks? Listen, oh, listen, well, it, to listen. me it depends on because the USC situation. If they were just getting Caleb Williams and no one else, it would be like. But this who is cares? this is why it's because you have one more year with Borgay, who I think deserves everything with the starting yep. job with this, and then you can start ushering in the new, you know, Kenny's guys. If you get Bo Nix for a year, you're going to win seven games, maybe, and then he leaves. Like, what's the point? Versus what the one year of Borgay? Yeah. Why does he deserve to start? Because he's been sitting. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. You're no. not going to be competing next year. I, I, I. But I mean, you can. You, you, but you but can. The problem, the problem is, is that USC has changed college football. They have shown that you can be good immediately. And obviously, USC is different because it's Southern California. It's a legacy program, all that stuff. But they have shown that if you are committed to it and you can get guys in the building, you can be good right away. I mean, that's and college so sports. You I, win now. I think, but it hasn't always been that way with football. No, like football for a lot. Of, like Joe does this to us. Damn you, Joe. Like once a week, he drops like something and we talk about it for like the rest of the show. We should just start in the rundowns. We should to, just be like, look at Joe's comment. To and, be fair, though, if I remember correctly, he didn't follow him everywhere, right? Because no, yeah, he, he left Auburn to go to Florida State. And he and didn't then go he, to Florida so State. So he didn't go to Florida State. So but, it's not but like he necessarily Florida followed State him. had their guys. Yeah. Florida State had Jordan Travis. Yeah. 
So, but I'll just say he hasn't necessarily followed Kenny everywhere. Um, obviously, helped in the, him transferring to Oregon, but because Oregon didn't have their guy. Yeah, I would argue ASU doesn't have their guy. All right, let's I move on. So Bo Nix. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I kind of like talking about Bo Nix. Oh, dude, I would freak the fuck out. Well, maybe it's because we're high on OGs is the reason we think Bo Nix is going to come here. Um, and if that's the case, it's the best case. Poss- it's the best scenario possible? Sure. Is it the best Why scenario po- I mean, he's not the best. I, like, I don't know if it's I the best it. scenario I mean, possible. Sure. It's the best thing to be high on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm high on Kenny Dillingham and, and OGs. OGs. Look, guys, I had two the other night. And I decided I couldn't do two again. Two, count them. Two, because oh. then I... You're going to go three. No. I'm like, yeah, let's just see how many I can take Four before tonight. I start flying. Uh, no. Just one. One creamsicle. And it is the perfect amount. Give it like 30 minutes. And then you're just chilling. The vibes are immaculate. You feel like a position coach on ASU. Um, I just had an idea. What? I'm going to I'm going to buy orange creamsicles. Yep. I'm going to melt them down, chop up some OGs, put it in an orange creamsicle, refreeze it, and have an OGs orange creamsicle popsicle. That would kind of go many? crazy. Just one or two. Because okay. you eat an entire popsicle. Depends on how tough He's you He's like five. Yeah. An entire Sean bag. Is, Sean's going to be high for a week if that's you the ever, case. Did you guys ever make, what are they called, firecrackers? Or it's no. just, like, literally, it's the easiest edible to make ever. You like, I think you just sprinkle weed on top of a peanut cracker. butter oh. on a graham cracker. You're trying to kill me. And then you bake it. <laughs> that does sound very good. Yeah. That does theory. sound good. Hey, I'm going to leave the the making edibles to the people at OG's. They yeah, do a great job. Idea. And as always, you can find them at your local dispensary. And you do got to be 21 or older to enjoy. Let's talk about something, Luke guys. Altmeyer, you are a Sun Devil. Yes, hey, I tweeted it. He was recruited by Kenny at FSU. I know. I don't hate it. You got two years left of eligibility. Jaden Daniels want to come you bring, back? Hey, you bring me an SEC guy, I'm here for it. Okay. Well, be careful because we got an SEC guy. This guy's different. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I'm just saying, you it's can't. Different. You can't blanket statement. Just give me the SEC guy. We got our guy. Well, yeah. Well, we got a third. We got two three. SEC guys. Who's the other one? Oh, Emory. yeah, Emory. Forgot about that. Yeah, um, and we lost a guy to the SEC. Give me a different SEC guy. That looks less appetizing oh, than it, you made it, it sound. Oh, it doesn't look appetizing at all. That looks like a bad pop tart. Yeah. To be honest mm. with you, bad pop tart. The, the forbidden pop tart. Forbidden pop tart. Forbidden pop tart. Great, Great band, band name. name. Great uh, band name. So you brought up the Elijah Badger and Bobby Wade stuff in terms of the expectation is he's not going to be coming back. But the expectation is that the only assistant from this past season that will be returning is Sean Iguano. Big Guano, um, baby. Big Guano. So we've gotten some goodbyes. Coach Rob, he oh, tweeted this, this was this morning. Um, and it is kind of sad. This he tweeted, sucks. Full of gratitude to Sentinel Nation for these past three years. We have loved making this our home and making tremendous friends. Coach Dillingham has been first class. And we wish him the absolute best to our players. We love y'all one last time from Team Rodriguez. Forks up. So it's the shitty part about college football. Yeah, because well, he yeah, was. If there was a, if there was a, if there was a positional coach to keep on the staff, it would after Guano, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a great dude. Um, Players always spoke highly of him. He was yeah. a guy that that I like. I noticed when we went to watch fall ball. Like he coaches. He, he coaches. He's yeah, we had coaching. mentioned that, and he was, and we he talked, was barking. He was barking. Yeah, and we talked to Nesta, and he was like, "That was part of what got him here." Is, is Nesta had a great post about him. Yeah, and Nesta because Nesta had mentioned he was like, when I talked to these guys, like they were picking apart my game, like they watched the tape and they were telling me what was wrong with my game and how I could improve, and that impressed that impressed um, Nesta, and he ended up here. So like that, that is a, a pretty big loss, I think. After obviously keeping Guano, that's. Would have definitely been the next guy. My only point to that, right, is I think 
Coach Rodriguez did a phenomenal job. And I think he was one of Herm's guys in the sense of he knew how to coach young men, right? He knew how to try and help them grow yeah. as human beings. Uh, but in terms of the on-the-field product, it, it didn't pan out, right? The defensive line was one of the worst position groups yeah. on this team this past season. And that's tough because the expectation was that they were supposed to be a really strong point, vocal point of this team, and they just they weren't. So kind of going back to the whole Elijah Badger and Bobby Wade situation of like, look, you want your guys to stay. I'm sure there are plenty of guys that are going to be on this team that want Coach Rodriguez to still be here next year. But the fact of the matter is that they just didn't produce and it might have just not been yeah. the greatest football fit, you know? Yeah. You just need better players. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think part of it too is we've talked about a lot. You you you, you had to clean house. Yeah. Even though that these guys were 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 good like Aguano is a very different scenario because Aguano very clearly fits into Kenny's whole ethos of, mm-hmm. of recruiting in Arizona and all that kind of stuff. Um, but otherwise, like you kind of just need to clean house. And like you said, I get that they're the guys, but you have to produce eventually. Like if your team's not winning, coaches need to be fired. Yeah, and if you're worried about Vince Amy not being able to do anything with the defensive line, I'm not really worried about the defensive line coaches. It can't get much worse after well, this I, year. I, yeah, I'm also just not worried about it yeah. a lot because I was talking about it with Saul this morning. This is a defense that he said is going to attack. And you know what you do when you attack? You play man and you send extra guys. Yeah. ASU was never sending extra guys this year. They'd send some, but it wasn't anything creative. It'd be like, you know, they'd, they'd set up, they'd like be in a 4 5 or something, and Merlin and Soli would be standing there, not like pressuring pressuring and then they'd come and oh look the right right guard picked it up and yeah, no yeah. one's getting home like you have to get creative that yeah. we saw a couple linebacker or cornerback sacks that worked this year but i don't feel like it's going to be as stagnant of a defensive line no i think this i think what's going to surprise people next year is i think this defense is going to be ridiculously aggressive can we start yeah. doing what the giants are doing with their train formation where they line up a two linebackers in a corner like stacked on top of each other in front of the center and they're like wait what scram yeah they, that's what they do yeah, and it scram. works like yeah. I think this defense is going to be exciting. We obviously know the offense is going to have a lot of weapons. Yeah. Um, I think this Presumably. team is going to be. I think this team is going to look entirely different. I think they do get a lot of guys from the transfer portal. Um, we saw Jalen Strong tweeting earlier today that he's had multiple four or five star guys. Um, already talked to him about Kenny and just the nature of this program moving forward. If you're going to bring Burko on. You Just, have to bring Jalen Strong on. <laughs> Jalen Strong? For I, don't wide think he has a, coach, I don't think he has any interest in coming, but the jail, Mary, I mean, you have to. You have to. <laughs> Just wide to have that in there. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to Dude, go to Burkle some ASU football games next season. Obviously, we're still a ways away from that, but there are a lot of ASU sporting events going on. ASU men's and women's basketball. You can go check out the hockey team at Mullet Arena, including the wrestling team. As well, and there's only one place to get your guys' tickets. One place. Game time. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets. Last minute, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Gents, let's move off football for a little bit, okay? Because we've been. Can I just say high. real quick? I think um, uh, Borgay should just be player coach and make him quarterbacks coach. Make Trent Borgay the yeah, quarterbacks fuck coach. Fuck it. Fuck it. Slash He's going to be player. a coach eventually somewhere. Just. Just skip it. Just make <laughs> quarterback coach. Like, yeah, you have no eligibility. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna take that, and you're gonna become a coach. Um, we oh, have been. By the way, remember how I said yesterday you could get uh, two dollar tickets to Grand Can- GCU basketball. $1. Yes, one dollar now. One dollar now. Crazy. Just saying. Just that saying. is so so crazy. Why would you want to do that though? Yeah, it's GCU. It's college basketball. It's college basketball. Yeah, that's is fair. It? Yeah. All right, let's talk ASU basketball then for a second. I think um, if I was alone, I'd be okay. Huh? But, like, since there's other. GCU fans are in there. <laughs> fair enough. They're focus. S- focus. So focus. ASU basketball. 
Uh, got the win last night. Yeah. However, there was something that came I'm out sure of it. There was a college basketball game. And oh, Marcus yeah. Bagley. I scrubbed this in my memory. Yeah. I. No. Um, you not that worried? I'm not worried. Okay. For people that don't know, Marcus Bagley tweeted last night, a little bit after the game, um, just a screenshot of notes, pretty much, where he had a little message. So I'll read it to you guys. It says, quote, I usually don't address locker room situations to media, but for some reason, people aren't being transparent. To my fans and friends that are concerned, the reason I'm not playing has nothing, in all caps, to do with basketball or my ability. After my last game, I played versus NAU. Out of frustration, I made a mistake and said some things to Coach Hurley that I shouldn't have said. Me not playing is 100% punishment for what I said that day again. I am 100% healthy and eager to play. So this is what concerns me, is one of the first couple lines when he says, for some reason, nobody's being transparent. It feels yeah, like a that, that it's a little weird. Yeah. But Look, otherwise, I'm I'm happy. A, he's not hurt. Yeah. But why and, are you saying, why are you going out of your way to tweet this? Because I think uh, he, wants a, pe- he wants people to know the reason that, because I think the injury thing has gotten in his head so yeah, much. That's what I was gonna, yeah. That he's like, I'm not hurt, guys. I promise. Like, yeah. The, the only thing that gives me a little bit of comfort is Bobby Hurley never seems like the guy that wants to air any drama. Yeah, out. exactly. So I don't think he would say anything. Which is why he has not said anything about but this. But then why... Hmm. I, I, then why I is Bagley think, going out of his way? not going to help Bagley's playing time. No, I don't, that's, I don't think that's, it, that's what I saw I, when I first saw it. I don't think it helps, but my thing is, A, I, like you said, I think the injury thing kind of got in his head and everyone's just kind of sitting here speculating, oh, this motherfucker's hurt again. And so, A, there's that, and B, like... He is accepting responsibility in the tweet, but, right? is he like, but you sorry? don't need to. No, you don't no need but to. he doesn't need to say sorry to us. Like it's not. He doesn't need to apologize to us. We don't know if he apologized to Bobby or not. He doesn't need to. He did not need to go out of his no, way. I agree. I, I do agree with that. I don't think it was, it was it was necessary. But I don't think he. Was, I don't think it's like that dramatic. It's not like like he he admitted that he made a mistake and that he's being punished for his mistake. Like. I don't think it's like, oh, I, I, I'm getting punished on some bullshit. Right? No, I, I agree with you. That's but what I'm just, Bobby's doing. Bobby I, made... I agree with you on that respect. I'm just saying, like, the, uh, once you get past the point of him deciding whether or not to tweet this, which he shouldn't have, right? The actual tweet is not that concerning to me because I, I think, A, I'm happy to know he's not hurt, and B, he is accepting responsibility. He's admitting that he did something wrong, and he's being punished for something he did wrong, and eventually, like, he, like he's going to play again, and I think everyone can move past it because... He, he's not. He's he's airing grievances, but he's not out here like shitting on Bobby. I don't know if you can look past it because for me, it's say what you want about the tweet or whatever. But part of this is a path, right? Like yeah. this is now consistently him making bad decisions. You got a bad decision in terms of going to mouth off to your coach after a basketball game, which a you shouldn't do. And b, I get you're going out of your way to apologize or not, or just like tell people why you're not playing. But again, this is a bad decision to now make something that was internal in a locker room situation public for zero purpose. No, I get that. I just, I don't know. I maybe I'm just, I I am just so, I guess, happy that he's not hurt, that I'm willing to look past the mistake I guess he made in this tweet. But I just, he's he's literally a kid. Like I'm not, and he's a Bagley. Like I like, not that it's really excuse, but like. These motherfuckers what got big heads. What do you mean? What does it mean? They've got big heads. They're Bagley's. Like one, his brothers in the NBA. They, his they've dad is yeah. a Bagley. Like, yeah. like, like, they're going to be a little different, especially in college basketball. Like th- these kids. This are is a guy. This is a guy who's been being who's been told that he is league bound since he was in the sixth. Exactly. Grade. I don't um, know. Which is league not, bound. But he's been being told. Yeah. That. So I mean, which is not necessarily an excuse, but it's an explanation. Like I, I just think this is kind of how the Bagley's operate. I. I mean, I don't think it's going to be so bad as that. He won't play the rest of the year, but I also think that 
it's it's not a good sign. We <laughs> agree. Uh, this not, doesn't help his case to get on the court. No. I don't. I don't think it changes it. Though uh, you don't think it changes? I don't it? think so. You don't think he sent this tweet and Bobby sent him a text or a call right after that or had a meeting today? Maybe, but also Bobby is not going to sabotage uh, unless unless Bobby genuinely look, thinks that he doesn't hey, make the team better. Look, he's not going to sabotage look, once they get the Bobby conference. Bobby has play. seen this team win tw- three yeah. games by twenty plus points. Not against conference opponents though. But it's different when you okay. What, di- they beat Colorado by twenty on Thursday. That's not on Bobby said. though. This but, this is not like if if Bagley doesn't play, the media and everybody else shouldn't be like, oh look at Bobby's holding Bagley back. Yeah, but this he's, is Bagley he's made a mistake. Like, Served his his suspension. Here's my final thought on this. Bagley is not in the position to be tweeting something like this. I, after I, how I do good agree the team with that. Looks. Yeah, they're, I don't think it's a good decision. But there's just, it, I, I I think this is ultimately going to be we're going to get to the end of the season and be like, oh, remember when he tweeted? I that? fucking hope so, man. Like I I don't think I, I hope so. I'm not going to see say I, like things might go wrong with Bagley otherwise. But, but his I, track record suggests it's not great. Yeah, other things. I, this could be that, but it also could be he doesn't see the floor for ASU ever again. Yeah. That's that's, that's the worst case scenario, but, but I, but I, I, I mean, unless he, I don't know what he said to Bobby. I guess something to warrant something to warrant sitting on the bench for two games after yeah. NAU too. What are yeah, we doing? But but a you have to keep in mind that like those are games that they could clearly afford not to have him in. A B like Bobby seems like the kind of guy who's be like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to me like that? Like it doesn't have to be something yeah. like I'm Bobby wild. fucking Hurley. So like it's not like he was saying something completely out of pocket. He might have just challenged Bobby's authority a little bit and be like, "You got to remember Which, why, that you're the player." Why are you doing no, it? I again agree. I, he clearly doesn't make good decisions, but I, I just I'm just not ready to like sound the alarm and be like, "Ah, oh, this thing, it's like burn it all down just because he sent this tweet." Shout so out to Insider Joe last night, by the way, calling this. Yeah, 100. percent I remember he commented something along. Was that last night? Uh, oh, I, I don't yeah. remember seeing this, but it's oh, yeah. a good point. Basketball game. Yeah. It's been a long, it's yeah. been a long like, yeah. 72 he, he, hours. I remember him commenting something. It's like, a very good point. Yeah. I mean, he said, for the audio listeners, Bobby finally called out his kids' bluff by recruiting depth on the roster that allows Marcus to stay on the bench. In the past, the players like Christopher, Remy, Verge, Bagley knew they'd play regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's and, not in the position to be Yeah, uh, which is so good. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's good for the program, uh, just the team that they have that kind of depth, but... Plus, this rotation still isn't figured out. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like, like to Saul's point, Bagley continuously puts himself before the team. It's the per example team is balling. He, like, yeah, I, I, it's not a good decision, but I ultimately don't think it's going to be. Yeah, your team the wins by 20. Program. What are you like? What are you doing? I don't think it's going to change anything about the season. I don't think they haven't lost without him. I think he'll be back. Even if he's not back, they've shown they can win without him. He was, even when he was playing, it wasn't like he was having a massive contribution to the offense. Regardless of what happens, I ultimately don't think it's going to change the fortunes of this team very much. Yeah. Look, a couple things before we get to the last talking point slash segment here. If you're in the chat, we appreciate you guys a bunch. Go ahead and hit that like button um, and give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils. Um, and I want to tell you guys about underdog fantasy because I don't know about you guys, but part of my favorite thing or show at phnx is the underdog fantasy show once a week. And Shane always has a damn good game going on that show. Um, and it's a great place to make some money, the Underdog Fantasy app, guys. <laughs> it's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy show every Thursday, correct? We're every going Thursday back to Thursday at now? 2 p.m. Yep. Mm, super excited. What's the third? Oh, and you got the Bills this Thursday. Bills oh, Patriots on Thursday. That's going to be a must-watch show, guys. Show off. I'm worried. I'm worried. All right, guys. You before you get out of here. You're going to flip the show off? You're going to have to take the show off. Oh. I'll hop on the show. I love, I literally love that show so much. Um, remember a couple weeks ago Uh-oh. when we did the 20 questions? 
Yeah. Was it 20 questions or 21 questions? Okay. 20 questions. We got it before. Okay. We're going to do it again because okay. I have something new for you guys. Fun. I don't even remember what the last one was. It was a territorial cup. Yes. That's which right. we ended up losing. RIP to the cup. But I got, I, I got that right, though. You did. You I did. did guess it. Leah was about to chime in and get it herself. Um, so you guys, again, have 20 questions. We'll go back and forth. Yes or no. And we'll see who can get it. Okay. Um, I'll keep track of the questions here. Can you hold it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> is it alive? Uh, no. Uh, is it's it going to be Kenny Dillingham. <laughs> can you hold it? I mean, technically. Is it in the greater metro area? Yeah. Is it Burrito Express? No. Are there multiple of it? Yep. Is it related to a sponsor? No. Mm. I was just, I would have been so upset if you played this game. It's just a segue into an ad. <laughs> yeah. Is it, does it have to do with sports? No. Mm. Does it have to do with music? No. Mm. Now, question nine. Is it, it, is it specific to like the Phoenix area? No. Oh, man. Is it related? Did you ask if it was related to sports already? Yeah. And you said no, right? Correct. Uh, On question it, 10. Oh, wow. We're doing bad. Is it related to food? Yes. Okay. Mm, food. <laughs> Let's see. Comment in the chat if you have any guesses. Yum. Um, is it something that you find us eating regularly? No, not regularly. Okay. Not regularly. I have a is great it, question after this. Is it like a is it fast food? Um it's like Is it specific to a holiday? No. Okay. It's not necessarily fast food, no. Okay. Uh I don't know where this is going. <laughs> it's a food it's it's a food item. Though. I've got it. I've got it, bro. You're gonna be like, ah, oh, I should have got this. Is it four piece chicken tenders? No. We are we're We already guessed Burrito Express, yeah. Yeah, question fourteen. You say it's a four peaks chicken tenders. Yeah. It's not really doing. <laughs> oh, not really the sponsor. Yeah. Um, it's not like, payway. That would be That'd be so random. Maybe just pulled out payway. There's a reason I'm going with a specific thing. Oh, um, no, that is. Uh, I don't. Is it a pickle? It's a pickle. Let's go. Ah, uh, you fuck. Dilly dilly, you dilly dilly, baby, fuck. dilly dilly. You well, guys, suck. if you enjoyed the show, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Shane at oh, Shane Neath. Wait, wait, what? What day is today? Monday. It's Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday baby. Monday. Oh, Monday. Shit. Oh, Monday. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot it was Monday. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. Look, you guys could save up to ninety percent. Again, ninety percent. The PHNX locker. There's literally a shirt for 99 cents. Which That's one? crazy. The Seth Cerveza shirt. Oh. You could hand someone a single dollar bill and they'd have to give you back a penny. The fact that you could get a shirt for 99 cents is kind of crazy. Just buy a bunch of them, donate them. Look, guys, Do good. not only 90% off merch, but $10 off of hats, two 99 sticker packs, $10 off NIL athlete shirts, including Josh Doan and Daniel and Gata. Not only can you take advantage of this deep discount, but you can also score yourself a $15 gift card if you spend $75. And look, while we're at it, we're telling you guys about the, the $10 off NIL athlete shirts. We're going to have ASU running back, Daniel and Gata, on the show tomorrow. Two o'clock in the afternoon, he's going to come in. Uh, to my knowledge, he'll be the first ASU player to talk about his new head coach, oh, Kenny yeah. Dillingham. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, don't don't miss that. Don't miss it tomorrow, miss two it. o'clock. Daniel and Gata. Okay, starting running back. The PHNX mascot is not a pickle. His name no. is Phoenix, and he's a cactus. He's right there. 
You can see him. He's a he's a, he's a foam he's a finger cactus. Foam finger cacti. All right, guys, we appreciate cactus. everybody again. I know I've said it once, but I'm going to say it again. You can follow the show at phnx underscore sun devils. You can follow me at anthony underscore toacher. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean to pause. Sean underscore to pause. Sean at the phnx locker as always. Yes, sir. We will see you guys 2 p.m. tomorrow with Daniel and Gata. But for now, peace.